We are into the postseason. After a bye week last week, uh, technically it's week nine, but officially it's week two of the playoffs. It's a little confusing, but bear with us. We'll we'll sort it all out eventually. It's uh, time for our weekly preview, though, presented by Cornerstone Real Estate Consultants. Jason, Bears didn't play a game last week. Uh, we haven't talked since we won the district up at uh, Dyersville-Beckman. Opened up a 35-6 lead, held on 35-21 in a uh, good hard-fought game. Because of that, we get the first round by. We get last week off to uh, you know rest up a little bit, recuperate, and now we get to play at home this week. It's It's been almost two months to the day when the kickoff is Friday that the last time West Branch played on its own home field. But Dyersville, is, it, it's such a nice setting up there, isn't it, when the sun's setting and it's just a gorgeous field, all-weather turf field, or I don't know, whatever you want to call it. The Bears got up early. They got It was a slow start, but the second period – they put the points up and they just kept rolling and rolling and 35 to 6 they got up and like you said and 35-21 being the final i think the score was a little bit more indicative of the 35-6 was a little bit more indicative of what happened throughout the game although three big plays hurt the bears and they need to shore that stuff up as we go forward yeah well and it's a situation where you look at how this season has played out you know start with that win against tipton and then Gavin gets hurt. We go down to West Liberty and lose. Gavin comes back, but he's not quite healthy enough. We fall short in our comeback attempt against Cascade. But then since then, this team has really started to turn around. And I know Coach Peterson said early on, this is a young team. I think they have grown up a lot here in these last four and a half weeks or so. And I think you, you bring up a good point in the name of Gavin Hirschman is look at what he's done the last two games, Stephen, that he couldn't do in weeks well, three. What can he couldn't do as well, which is run, run the football. Yep. It just brings another element to this football team, and it opens up. He runs out. Okay, a guy's got to be attracted to him because, oh, wow, he's open field. He's a good runner. Mm-hmm. What's that done for this offensive line other than just give them great confidence? It's allowed Andy Hansen to emerge as a very strong running back for this team, and now it makes them a really legitimate two-way threat, throwing it, passing it well, and we're throwing it, running it with two different guys. Yeah, and you know it's been able to build off of what that defense yeah. has done all year, and that defense is going to be tested this week because uh, it's going to go back almost like the last time we played at the <laughs> Little Rose Bowl. Uh, it's similar, not exactly the same, right. uh, but Minneapolis comes to town. They played last week. They knocked off Van Buren 54-6, to and they're a team that a lot of direct snap, a lot of counters, misdirection, pulling guards. There's going to be a lot of movement, and so like we saw with Tipton, this defense is really going to be challenged to make sure they're playing their assignments and shutting down some pretty good athletes. And usually when you see the guards pulling like that, specifically for, say, if, if you've ever watched a game with West Branch through the years against Sigurd and Kyoto and against Tipton, if a guard's pulling this way, where's the play probably going to go? It's follow probably, the guard. Follow the guards. Usually it tells you where the play is going to go. If I'm a defense, if I'm a linebacker, if I'm number 51 fed and I see the guy in front of me moving, I'm going to move with him. I'm going to move to that area. I'm going to go there. Bailey on the backside, I'm going to go to that area too. And vice versa when they switch the other way. But they come at you not just with one guy, Anthony Isley, who's their leading rusher, also a leading tackler. They've got five guys, we talked about it on the podcast, that have over 20 carries. That have over, is it five guys over 200 yards? Four guys over 200. Four guys over 200 yards. So it's just not, yeah, Anthony Isley's doing this and this and this. Josh Darbyshire, Regan Thornburg's thrown for about 1,000 yards. And 16 touchdowns. Yeah. (laughs) So it's, it's it's not just, hey, pay attention to one guy because... Just when you think, oh, we've got this all figured out, whoop, over top, and we've got a big play downfield. Yeah, I mean, it, that reminds me a little bit of the Durant setup yes. of, you know, not a lot of passing yards, not a lot of passing attempts, but 
they're effective when they do it. I mean, almost 18 yards per completion, 16 touchdowns on, I can't remember, it's only like 50 completions or something. It's like a third of his pass completions have gone for touchdowns. It's a ridiculous so. amount. Matt brought that up on the podcast this, this last weekend. That was one of the stats he really focused on. He said, what, what extra things do you see? And Matt said that. That's a, that's a pretty interesting stat. Yeah. Well, and it's a Meepo team, too, that, I mean, they've got a proud tradition. A couple years ago, I mean, 2011, 12, 13, they were in the Dome semifinals, finals for a few of those years. Uh, eight and one the last two or three seasons. You know, they they are a perennial really good football team. And so, I mean, this is a tough second-round first matchup for this Bears squad. you got a six and two in the second round. When every team gets into the playoffs, you're five and two, and you got to play against a team who's basically the same when the last record is you. Thought it was going to be a little bit. It's it is what it is, and I don't I mean I don't really understand under not understand, but see how they could do anything differently. It's just geographically it makes sense. But you're in the playoffs, Stephen. To be the best, what do you got to do? Beat the best. You got to beat the best. And Minneapolis is going to be one of the better teams that West Branch obviously is going to see the rest of the way out. Yeah. Well, at least we get to see them at the Little Rose Bowl, a place that we haven't been, like Jason said, for almost two months. So if you need directions, <laughs> we'll post it on West Branch. It's, it's in the heart of downtown West Branch. So. Uh, Weather should be okay by Friday night, but uh, who knows? So uh, we hope fans can make it out, uh, be able to see the field, to be able to see these guys support them. If you can't make it, of course, we'll have the BearCast for you. All the pregame coverage starts at 6.30. Big thank you to Cornerstone Real Estate Consultants for sponsoring our weekly preview right here at westbranch.football.